Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I'm really happy to have you here and I'm super excited for this week's episode as I interview fellow fat loss coach Nicole Garrett. She is a mom of two, she has a six pack and she just freaking rocks. Uh, We talk about everything from fat loss strategies and tips and tricks when you're super busy hopping from job to job or kid to kid. Uh, ways to stay motivated, and just general guidelines and rules that she set up for herself to make sure that she stays in her top physique. So I think you guys will really benefit from hearing some of these tips. Hopefully you enjoy. Totally gave me feedback, www.balancewithsam.com slash podcast. I love to hear what you guys think. All right, well, now let's go listen. Hello. Hey, Nicole, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm glad this worked out. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, well, welcome to the Balance with Sam podcast. I'm so happy to have you on after I was on your show. Yeah, thank you for being on mine, and I'm super pumped to be on yours too. Yeah. Um, so just a little intro to everyone listening. Um, Nicole and I met in New York at uh, a fitness summit with a bunch of other fitness professionals. Um and she is amazing. She's a mom. She is an entrepreneur. She also owns an online coaching business. And she's a uh, she owns a consulting CFO firm. She's an adjunct college professor. She's doing everything. Um, <laughs> and on top of that, like I said, she's a mom. And so uh, I wanted to get her on the show today to talk a lot about just like juggling all of her roles, but especially uh, the family role. So, Nicole, thank you. Thank you. That was that was a great introduction. <laughs> you are like Wonder Woman, you know? Yeah. I mean, like 95% of the time I have my shit together and then like the other 5%, I just like stand in the shower and cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm sure we've all been there at some, yeah. at some point, but I give you so many props for all of the things that you do. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I guess I want you to kind of give a little bit of background for everyone listening. Um, I know I just intro, I kind of give a little bit of an intro, but why don't you talk just a little bit about, um, your roles in fitness and kind of like what you're doing in terms of, um, being at home, being a mom and kind of managing all of that while still succeeding and hitting your own fitness goals. Yeah, definitely. So, um, first things first. So I have been in accounting since I got my first internship when I was 17 years old. So I did not start my career in fitness. Um, in my late twenties, I was about to quit everything and become a personal trainer. And I started writing a diet book. And then I was like, well, I put all this time and energy and into accounting and I've just got my master's degree and I'm like, I can't. Um, fast forward a few years after having my first child, I mean, it was still nagging at me. Like, I love fitness. I love nutrition. 
I want yeah. to learn as much as I can. Um, and I was sort of on my own fitness journey too. So that's how I kind of got started in the fitness industry. I didn't really even think I would ever get the balls to do it. But a funny thing happens after you have kids, you start to gain this confidence, like, holy crap, I just pushed a human out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, I can stay up all night and breastfeed and take care of this baby and like still function. Yeah. And so you start to gain this confidence. And so as I was going through my own fitness journey and, you know, learning how to be a mom, I decided, yeah, I'm going to do both. I'm going to have my business. I'm going to teach college and I'm also going to be, you know, a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. And really the the bulk of my business, my coaching business is really in nutrition. So um, I love working out. I love lifting. I love strength training. I love getting women involved in strength training, but I really love working with women on their mindset and their habits around nutrition and getting rid of that food guilt and the emotional aspect of it. I always say half the time, I'm like, am I a life coach or am I a nutrition coach? Like, I don't even know because the, ch- the two things are so intertwined. Like food is a part of our life. It's a part of our every being. So yeah, really what I like to work with women on. Um, and I mostly do work with moms. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because they gravitate towards me because I am a mom. Um, yeah. They want to be like you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they want to be like me. I mean, I'm a little crazy, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, if you weren't crazy, then you'd be boring, you know? So it's like, it's good to have the crazy. <laughs> yeah. I always, my husband's a saint. I'm always like, oh, I don't know how he puts up with me. Cause I'm like, I'm always doing something. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, so there I am being a mom of two. I have a desk job, but I'm also getting to the gym every week. I have abs. So, you know, I'm not, Amazing. I'm not saying I look like a, you know, friggin' awesome. But for a mom of two and someone who does work a desk job all day long, every week, um, yeah. that's, some people think that's, that's really hard to do. So my goal. Uh, it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My goal is to help women realize that um, that's not impossible. You can do that. Um, but do it in a way that works with your body and your lifestyle. So you're not trying to be me or be someone else. Yeah. Well, that's great. I love that. Um, I think, and a lot of my clients fall in that same category. Um, and I think the biggest thing that they struggle with is finding time, right? Like there's only so many hours in the day and it's like, Oh, I can't meal prep or I can't get to the gym or, you know, I can barely even have time to take a shower. Never mind, like spend this time on me. Um, what do you think are some like strategies or uh, maybe that you work on your clients with or even yourself uh, in, in order to make sure that they're getting in their workouts or like really just trying to like dial into nutrition? Like how do you set aside that time to meal prep when you have kids running around the house or, you know, you're managing multiple jobs? Like how do you do that? So I think the first thing first is you need to have priorities. So, We all have our things that we have to do, but then we also do things that we enjoy, like watch TV and go out to dinner and all of that stuff. Um, Sometimes you have to change your priorities. So maybe you can't watch two or three hours of TV every night. And Mm -hmm. let's face it, people are doing that. I mean, I see the Facebook conversations about TV shows and people are watching like 25 different series. Yeah. If you have time to do that, 
you have time to work out. Um, and you know what? Your house doesn't always have to be clean and look perfect. I mean, I post pictures of my laundry room and it looks like a friggin' bomb went off, but I worked out instead. So yeah. my kids are always wearing wrinkled clothes. You know? like, <laughs> I love that. I don't iron That's their amazing. stuff unless it's a holiday and I need like a really pretty fake family photo for <laughs> social media. <laughs> right yes I that's, love that re- the realness that's it so I think you have to change your priorities and I think you have to be realistic so I think a lot of women will say okay I'm gonna eat clean and they get rid of all the junk and they go out but they buy all the clean healthy food and I'm doing the quotation marks um yeah. and they are right now um yeah. and then they you know they sign up for a new gym membership and they get the daycare for their kids and they're like I'm gonna be there five days a week and shit happens and they might get there one day a week and then they're all bummed at themselves and they're disappointed um when in reality one day is better than no day two days is better than one day so um you just have to understand that life happens and some weeks you're going to kill it and some weeks you're not but i think finding something that you can start with that's manageable so maybe this first week i'm going to go for a 30 minute walk and i'm going to try and get 30 grams of protein at every meal so you know what i mean you get to start small and yeah. you also have to realize that you're not going to like it in the beginning, you know, Oreos yeah. taste way better than grilled chicken. Like we know that, <laughs> you know, but you're we not wrong. The, we don't <laughs> eat the Oreo, you know, I don't, yeah. the other day I was feeling bad for myself and I literally went down to my kitchen and I grabbed mm-hmm. my kids Oreos and I had one and I was literally about to take that friggin' package into my living room because I hurt my back and I was like, I deserve these. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, no that's so messed up. I don't deserve these. Uh, And so I put them back and I made a protein shake and I put it on my Instagram stories. So I look like I'm so awesome. Uh, (laughs) I love it. But we all have those moments where we can choose, you know, am I going to give in and slam this whole box of Oreos or am I going to do something sensible and make a protein shake? And so, um, right. Did I always do that in the beginning? Of course not. That's like a healthy habit that I built up to. And that's years and years of practicing. So you just have to give yourself some leeway and um, some compassion because you don't just wake up and nail it, you know? Right, right. I think there's like, there's a fine line you have to find between giving yourself compassion and giving yourself like structure Mm -hmm. and rules, right? Like if you don't start to implement or at least set up some rules for yourself, uh, you'll just feel like, you know, a, a little baby fish in a big ocean of possibility. Like, well, I could meal prep or I could go to the gym or I could have a protein shake, but because there's so many options of like how to start, I'm just not going to start. And I think that is like something that we all struggle with when we're starting something new is like, well, I don't know how to start. So I'm just like not going to, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people do that. Just not with just like diet and exercise, but everything in life that we start thinking about all the different options or all the different things that could go wrong. And so then we get scared and we don't even start to begin with. And, and you just have to take one small step and then take another one and watch it sort of continuously get better. Like in my twenties, I never worked out, you know, like people, you wouldn't even believe, I just never worked out in my twenties. I didn't like working out. I didn't yeah. like running. I didn't like doing any of this stuff. And now it's like, if I go four days without a workout, I'm ready to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, I oh out. yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you miss it. It's like you crave that, you know, 
just the workout and what comes with it after. Exactly. And I think too, um, when you're not working out on a consistent basis, you get very tired. So especially if you're working an office job, you can literally sit in a desk all day at a desk all day and get home and feel exhausted because you mentally worked and you feel like you don't have that energy to work out. But if you did have some sort of workout schedule, you'd actually have more energy if you were working out consistently than if you weren't, which doesn't really make sense to some people, but it does. You'll have more energy. Yeah, actually, can we, can you talk a little bit about that? So like, how do you schedule your workouts? Because obviously you work, you have a nine to five, yeah. right? Yeah. You're in the office. Yeah. And then, um, so how do you, how do you tackle your week knowing that like you have 40 hours of work ahead of you that are structured and then you also have to be a mom and you are an online coach, like you got a lot going on. So how do you fit it in? So, I mean, right now, so it's always changing for me. That's the thing about, you know, being a mom and working, like your schedule's always changing. Life's never going to be perfect. Right now I get in about three workouts a week and I go during my lunch hour. So I go to the gym from okay. 12 to one. Um, and like, I'll talk about this on my stories too. I will, especially in the summertime, we don't have AC in my gym. Okay. Um, I will be sweaty one. <laughs> I will be sweaty. It looks like I took a shower. I'm disgusted. Um, like I'm disgusting and I will not shower until eight o'clock that night. And like, uh, people think that that's so disgusting, but I'm like, guess what? I'm a busy working mom. I don't get a shower yeah. until eight o'clock at night, but that's my choice to walk around smelling disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love how honest you are. It's amazing because, like, this is probably what like most people do. They just don't want to say. They don't you know? say it. Yeah, they're like, "No, I shower and like smell good when I go back to work." No, no, you don't. No, exactly. <laughs> um, and you know what? When my kids were younger, um, and I don't love working out in the morning, but I used to get up super my daughter would get up early in the morning and so when she was a baby I would just I have a little home gym I would just uh-huh. sit around the floor with their binky and whatever and I would just get my workout in and that's how I did it back then it was all from home and now the kids are older and I can you know go to the gym and do that stuff but um like my busy season in the fall with the count um in the spring with accounting sometimes yeah. I only get to the gym twice a week and Am I happy with that? Of course not. I'd rather be at the gym working out with my friends. Um, But I accept that I'm just super busy with work and that's how it has to be. But I know once May hits, you know, I get to go a ton more. So it really just depends on what's going on with my life. And then just giving myself, um, you know, not being on hard on myself because I know that that's just how my schedule is right now. Yeah. Well, that's great. I think it's, it's good that you, you know, practice some self-love, like you're not too hard on yourself to the point where you're like, well, I can't work out as much as I want. So fucking, I'm not going to work out at all. You know, it's like, you just do what you can every day, one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, And you can, you don't have to have a fancy gym membership. You can work out at home. You can friggin' if, I mean, if you've got a baby in a stroller, I mean, you should be doing some lunges while you push that damn thing. You know, don't be lazy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love it. Find, oh my find a bench and, you know, do some tricep dips. Get down on the ground yeah. do some push-ups. Like, something is always better than nothing. Do you find, like, do you have any, um, like, tips for, like, newer moms that want to integrate exercise into their life? But, like, you know, maybe they don't have the time. Like, they don't have the hour to set aside for themselves because they're staying at home with their 
newborn or whatever um do you like what did you do when you had your first kid were you kind of like very overwhelmed and then tried to like sit down and make a plan or did you know like right off the bat okay I'm gonna dedicate x amount of time per day to to myself um all right so I'm gonna give you two answers one is gonna be what I did and two is what gonna be what I do for my clients so one is I didn't work out for the first year after my son because for me owning my own business and um just trying to be a new mom was kind of overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And then at his first birthday, I saw a picture of myself and I was like, who is that giant chick? And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) I got to work out. Um, So I did nothing the first year with my daughter. It was different. Um, I worked out the biggest thing I would say as a new mom is -hmm. that you, if you do, first of all, hire a coach, hire someone who has experience working with, um, postnatal clients. Um, yeah. If you don't have the money, then you've got to do your research or you can always email me and I'll help you. But um, it's really important after you have a baby that you don't do the wrong exercises. So you cannot do high impact exercises. You cannot be running. You cannot be jumping. You cannot be lifting heavy. You cannot yeah. be pressing heavy over, over, um, overhead. You can be strength training and you can be walking, but there's you're limited in what you can do because you need to rebuild your pelvic floor and your core. And if you don't do it right, you can do so much damage to yourself versus any gain you would have gotten from burning calories or trying to, you know, tone up and gain muscle. Right. So, I mean, my advice would be to find a coach that has experience in working with new moms. Um, And if you don't, then do your research because you definitely don't want to, you know, start going out there you know, eight weeks postpartum, be like, I'm going to go for a run. That's not what you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I would say do your research and plan and don't just jump into your old routine because you mm-hmm. don't have your old body anymore. You have a new body um, and you need to completely retrain it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's super good to know. Um, I have... I don't have too much experience with postnatal clients, but now that, you know, I know that's your, your specialty. So anyone that's listening that is postnatal looking for, for a great coach, now you, now you have a resource, Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's awesome. I think the, the other thing that comes hand in hand with having the um, right tools for working out is like diet, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you obviously, how you how you're going to change your body is through diet um, in terms of like fat loss. So when maybe like even right now for you, I think my, like the big question I have is, and I know a lot of my clients struggle with this is making time for meal prep and also like creating healthy meals that the kids want to eat and don't feel like you're shoving vegetables down their throats, but like, don't detract from your goals, you know? Um, how do you manage feeding a family and taking care of your own goals in the same vein, you know? Um, you know, when you have young children, like meals are a shit show. And anybody who tells you that, you know, it's like they've got it perfect and dinner is so easy at night and their kids eat everything is lying. Like 100%. <laughs> So, I mean, we have two kids and my son is the world's pickiest eater. Like vegetables, it's such a pain in the ass. Like I've, I, there's negotiating strategies that I think about beforehand. Um, I'm, I'm like a litigator. Oh my God. Like, that is so funny. 
Yeah, I'm going in with strategies. Like one. Like every meal. Yeah. Like I've got a plan. My daughter, she eats everything. She's like my little mini me. Like most meals, we eat the same meals. Um, But most of the time at dinner, I'm making a meal for my son and then a meal for my husband and myself and my daughter. Um, But my daughter loves lots of options. So like every meal is a buffet, literally. That's great. That's how I eat as well. <laughs> so I, I know how it feels. Yeah. And I'm not, so I'm not a huge like meal prepper. Like I'm not making a bunch of crap and putting it in containers, which works really well for a lot of people. I like mm-hmm. to do my grocery shopping once a week and have my meals for dinner planned out. Um, and yeah. I love having leftovers for lunch the next day. Um, and if I don't have leftovers for lunch, um, I'm a huge, just go out and get a salad at a restaurant like um chipotle or panera um one Mm -hmm. of my favorite salads ever is from wendy's and so a lot of people will be like oh drive through and it's like give me a break i'm a busy working mom i just got a salad it has 600 calories and like 35 grams of protein i'm hashtag winning like come on now yeah (laughs) ease 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 and speed yeah exactly so i think um you need to just plan for meals out know that you're going to eat on the go, but know beforehand what you're going to order. So like, and never show up starving. Like you show up to Wendy's starving, you're getting- Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. You're getting the large fry yeah, and you, the frosty. <laughs> yeah. Like don't show up starving. That's just setting yourself up for failure. Um, but I would plan your meals out during the week. And I just would make sure that you have options that your kids are going to like. And as far as like veggies go- I mean, any mom who has a picky eater knows that it's just such a crapshoot sometimes that, like, you got to throw your hands up and be like, all right, it's chicken nuggets again. Um, and, yes. and not feel guilty about that because every pediatrician will tell you um, the, the kid will eat, you know, they, they need nutrition. They'll get it. You, they're growing fine. Don't worry about it. So I think just um, not feeling guilty because you don't have the perfect plate for your kid and your kid doesn't have you know, the same appetite you wish they had. I think just accepting that your kid is a picky eater, doing your best, trying to find some strategies um, that work is the best you can do and not freaking out that it doesn't, you know, look like a magazine. Yeah, no, that's such great advice. I think, I think, and that can even be applicable to people that don't have kids, right? Like just, just taking it you know, a little bit easy on yourself, but also having a plan. Yes. So like, not like not going to the grocery store starving or like not going out to a friend's cookout starving because then you're going to want to eat everything in sight or you're going to want to buy everything in sight and like doing a little bit of your homework before you get yourself into those situations so you do have a either an exit strategy or just a general strategy when like a temptation or um you know a scenario comes your way and you're like ooh I could go one of two ways I could say like totally fuck it yeah. <laughs> or I could eat a little of this fun thing and then you know stick to stick to what my goals are in terms of nutrition yeah and I think getting in touch with your hunger cues um is huge for that because you don't want to wait till you're hangry um and you're grabbing everything in sight and you want to notice when your body is like okay I'm ready for my next meal but you're still in a rational state of mind um and that takes yeah. practice so Um, And a lot of times um, people don't have that practice anymore and they're absolutely not in touch with their hunger cues. And I work with women on that too. And they're always amazed when they think that 
the meal plan is like no food and then they start to do it for a little while and then they're like, oh, wow. I mean, I actually wasn't hungry because we all have like this, especially it's crazy in this first world country with all the abundance of food we have. We, we all still have that natural instinct that we're all of a sudden going to be like stranded and have no access to food. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, what am I going to do if I get in a situation where I'm hungry? Like, okay, just yeah. go to the store. Um, yeah, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, but we also, like, you still have that irrational fear of starving. And when most people say they're starving, they're actually not starving. They're just not in touch with their hungry cues. Yeah. Huh. That's so interesting. I think I, I know that I struggle with that sometimes because like if, if um, you've tracked macros in the past or if you counted your calories, sometimes it's, you're almost removing yourself from your own hunger cues, yes. right? Like you, you just eat on a more regimented basis. You, you eat X amount of calories per meal for whatever, you know, like you have kind of the structure built in place, whether you're hungry or not. And I found myself, even in recent times, like yesterday, I went through a, like, a phase where I wasn't hungry, but I was just eating. I was like, what am I doing, you know? Um, so stepping back and, like, regaining understanding of your hunger, I think is that's a really, really good um, thing to do. What do you – how do you do that? Like, what, what's your strategies in working with people when they, they can't seem to, like, connect with their own sense of hunger? Um, so a lot of times – snacking is the issue so we all love snacks everybody's got awesome snack ideas they all look delicious um I'm not a huge fan of snack I mean I used to love snacks but I don't really snack um because I would rather have a full meal and so when I was Mm -hmm. in my 20s and I was yo-yo dieting the goal was always to make a meal with the least amount of calories possible so I'd be like, yes, I just made a meal. It's 270 calories. This is amazing. Okay, well, I needed a mid-morning snack. I needed an afternoon snack. And then I still wasn't satisfied after dinner. So it's like, okay, I'm going to make my 35-calorie um, diet hot chocolate. And that's going to satisfy my sweet tooth. Um, and that's yeah. the wrong way to think about food. I think we're all so scared to sit down and have a big plate of food and get full and like actually enjoy ourselves unless it's like a fancy dinner out. Um, So my, I always have my clients have three big meals a day and then they get one snack and it's usually a protein shake um, or a Greek yogurt with fruit. And so I want them to actually sit down at that meal. I want them to take 20 minutes to eat that meal And I want them to feel full and satisfied, whether it's with a salad or it's, you know, eggs and turkey sausage and toast, whatever it is. I want them to take the 20 minutes, sit down, eat the full meal and feel feel satisfied. And usually what happens, um, like 99.9% of the time, is that they feel full for four or five hours. And then they're like, oh, okay, it's lunchtime now. And now they have this Mm. big ass salad with tons of protein. And, you know, it's like four, not till four o'clock that they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I could kind of have something. And that's when I say you can either hold on till dinner, but I recommend a protein shake because um, if you really start going into dinner hungry, you're going to start grabbing for the little, you know, tortilla chips, a little guacamole, a little salsa, um, Mm-hmm. have that protein shake and then you're not going to be starving when you eat dinner you go into dinner and um you're gonna have plenty of fuel still and then you have your big dinner and then you're nice and full so you don't usually have room for dessert 
you know, when it's time to go to bed, unless it's like a special occasion, you know, cake for birthday, whatever. Um, So that's, that's always my recommendation is to cut out snacks altogether and do three meals, sit down for 20 minutes and eat your meal. The other thing is, is when you eat slow, you're going to eat less calories than when you shovel it down your pie hole. Like yes, save, being mindful. Yeah, you'll save about 20% in calories if you actually eat slow and enjoy your food. And I, I always say I'm very lucky in this in that I'm a naturally, I'm a slow eater by nature. I always have been. Um, so it's mm-hmm. easy for me, but for some people it's very hard and I make them sit down with the timer. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. And you, to just really make sure they do it. Yeah. And you know, and it takes practice, but it's, if it sounds silly and people don't want to do it because it sounds silly and tedious, but if you can eat three meals a day and like one snack or one protein shake and stretch out that meal, like make it last 20 minutes, you will doing nothing else in your life. You will probably lose five pounds literally just by doing that, but nobody wants to do it. But if you do it, it works. That's well, that's really great advice. I think time it's, it's often that we just kind of like shovel through our meals and, and don't even get a chance to sit down and be mindful. Uh, whereas I th- I've I was reading actually about um, just like food as medicine, right? And how you can you can use it as a time to meditate almost like as you're eating, like just being grateful for the food and and just taking like a um, like thirty five to fifty bites like choose of each bite of food and how how much that really helps you just acknowledge the amount of food you've you're actually consuming and just kind of helps you slow down it's nice as a nice contrast to our crazy lives yeah i absolutely agree because when you're when you're just shoveling it you're not paying attention and i have this weird thing i don't know maybe other people have this but i like to have a like say i have like a you know salmon asparagus and brown rice on my plate i need to have some of each of those three things on my fork so every yes, me too, me too. <laughs> everybody has to have a little bit of that. And to some people, they don't like their food to touch, and they think it's weird. But I like that, and I think it makes me more mindful of what I'm putting in my mouth, almost respecting it more because I care about what goes into that bite. Um, so if you yeah. don't do that, then you could try doing that as well. It's like carefully crafting a a little art project. Yeah, it's a careful, you know, and the ratio has to be good because it's going to taste better. Yeah, I love that. Actually, that's hilarious. I do that so much because I I often make like a a big ass salad for lunch. I'll do like a burrito bowl type of thing. Yeah. And with each bite, I'm like, okay, I have to have like a bite of the quinoa, some lettuce, some of the veggie topping and some of the protein. And like, I can't, it's weird if there's a bite that doesn't have all those things. I'm like, no, yeah, this is weird. I Uh, So it kind of helps you slow down. Yeah. And I think there's two types of people. There's the awesome people who do that. And then there's the people who don't like their food to touch which makes no, yeah, those weirdos yeah which makes no sense to me it's all going in the same place <laughs> if you're listening and you're one of those people then we're gonna have to have a talk don't follow me on instagram <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh well that you just like gave so many good uh strategies for slowing down and just like being mindful that's that's awesome 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 um do you have anything else that you would say like top tips for 
um, busy people, like whether you're a mom or not, but like just busy people trying to get their diet on point um, and, you know, want help like making either the first step or making the next step in in terms of reaching their uh, fitness goals or fat loss goals. Um, honestly, it's, it's self-serving, but I'm going to say it anyways, hire a coach because I think it makes a huge difference. And I think people get sticker shock when they find out how much a nutrition fitness coach costs per month. Um, but it is an investment in your health. And, um, I've had my own coaches that I've shelled out a lot of money per month for, um, and I don't regret one single penny of it. It's absolutely worth it. And not only for their knowledge um, and their experience working with other clients, but just for the support, like having somebody there in your corner um, that isn't a friend or family member, because remember with diet and exercise, there's so much self-doubt that goes on and that you, a lot of times you don't want to admit that to the people that you love. You want to be like, yeah, I'm on this fitness journey and I'm doing awesome. And inside you're like, I totally messed up those deadlifts and ate a bunch of Oreos last night. Um, If you have a coach, you can talk to them about that. You know, they can come up with strategies to help you. They're there to just listen to you um, and just kind of hold your hand through the whole process. And if you spend years buying all the new fad diets and the new shakes and the new workout DVDs and you're, you've done this for years and you're still in the same place, you need to shell out the money and hire a coach because it will be the best investment for your life that you can possibly make. Oh yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I mean, I think that's why we do what we do because it's like we went through the pain and struggle of not knowing what the heck we were yes. doing and and spending time making mistakes and like making it way harder on ourselves because we just didn't know. So it's like now we can help people in a much faster application, not make those mistakes, you know, like learn from us, but also like go through their own journey to know what doesn't work for them because what worked for us might not work for them either. Exactly. And it's about finding out what works for you. Like if you don't love running, get off the treadmill, you know, like if you've been if mm-hmm. you've been going to the same bar class for two years and you haven't seen any results, then you need to go pick up a barbell. Like you know, try new stuff. Yeah. And even in the things you think that you might not like, you will usually like too. So like, give yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. Yeah, you know what? It's 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 the same thing. I always like use that analogy for wedding dresses. Everybody has this image in their mind of what type of wedding dress they're going to wear on their wedding day and then they go and try on the dresses and the dress that they thought they were going to wear it looks like shit and the dress they thought they'd <laughs> never pick looks amazing on them and that's the dress they go with it could be, yeah we don't know what yeah, we want it could be the same thing with fitness so kind of like clear your mind of any you know prerequisite like things that you have in your mind well I can't do that because so-and-so does that yeah, like limiting beliefs yeah, and stuff. Get yeah, get rid yeah, of yeah. your, you know, limiting beliefs and try something new. Put yourself out there. Like, what's the worst that could happen, honestly? Yeah, it's true. You find out you don't like it and then you move on. But at least you're that that much closer to finding what you do like, you know, if rather than just st- stand still and, like, out in the open. Yeah, exactly, you know. And you're not going to lose a ton of money. Go try a new class. You're out 20 bucks. You hire a personal trainer for an hour. You're out, you know a hundred bucks. You never, you know, so just try it. Like the worst that can happen is that you don't like it. And now you can cross that off the list. Yeah, 
No, that's awesome. That's such a good, like, note. I think I kind of want to, like, conclude with, like, try new stuff and find out what works and what doesn't. And that will get you closer to you knowing what works for you, right? Like, Absolutely. It, it's so simple, but it's, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. It might be simple, but not easy. Yeah. Um, well, Nicole, this has been so great. Um, I want you to tell all of the listeners where they can find you on social, your website. Tell, tell us, kind of just give us a little recap of all that you're doing right now and kind of like where they can all find you on the interwebs. Sure. I would say go to my website first, which is um, Energy Fitness. It's N-E-R-G and then fitness.com. Um, and then from there, you can get links to all my social media. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's N-M-G-U-E-R-R-E-T-T-E. Um, that is my handle or I don't even know. What do they call it on Instagram? So, I think it's handle. handle. Yeah. I, I yes. don't even know. I'm so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but go to my website and you can always send me an email. I always respond to emails. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. I always respond unless you're telling me I look sexy, then I don't respond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I love your, your hilarious bluntness. Like it's so well, um, appreciated and just like, it's so refreshing compared to a lot of the you know, the shit you see in the fitness industry, like just trying to sell you on things that aren't real or paint you this pretty picture. It's really nice. And it's really nice just having you be totally blunt and honest with us of like, nope, my laundry looks like shit. And (laughs) all of my kids rooms look like a bombing off. But guess what? I got a workout in and I made some dinner and I fed them and we're good, you know? Yeah. (laughs) One day at a time. No one died today. So I'm winning. (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) all right well nicole thank you so much for being on the podcast i know this is going to help a lot of people especially busy people busy moms just just you know kind of struggling out there trying to figure out what their next step is and i think i would say try new things you know um and yeah well I'm really looking forward to talking to you soon. And this is going to be coming out tomorrow at noon. So for everyone listening, yeah, you will. um, I I can't wait to hear all the feedback. And yeah, I can't wait to um, collaborate with you in the future, Nicole. It's going to be great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Yes. Have an awesome rest of your day. Bye. Alrighty, well, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you so much to Nicole for being on the show and sharing her struggles, her tips and tricks, and hopefully you guys can learn from some of her experiences of her own clients and just herself. So I would love, love, love to hear your feedback on the episode and just the podcast in general. It helps me create a better show for you guys. If you want to check it out at www.balancewithsam.com slash podcasts and shoot me an email and let me know what you think. All right, looking forward to catching up with you guys next week and have an awesome rest of your day.